Today's episode is presented by Premier Real Estate. They're locally owned, and whether you are looking to buy or sell, they are your premier choice for all of your real estate needs. I'm your host, Jake Nelson, here with Jay Kemish, a.k.a. the Beardy Boy, and Luke Majerly, the Golden Boy. Luke, I... Uh, so dumb. <laughs> It's not dumb. I can't laugh. It's a deserved, it's a well-deserved nickname. Like, if you finish top of the league in goals and assists, why would you not want... Shamarki's coming for it, so pretty soon you might lose that nickname, Luke. Well, we'll have to have him on the podcast. I I mean, it's going to be tough for him to pass Joe at this point, but he's definitely going to finish with the golden boot for sure, if I had to guess. Yes, at this point, it is... He's pretty good. It is bound to happen. As much as I wanted Caleb to win the Golden Boot, I don't see that happening. Nope. No, it's not. It's tough, but it's well-deserved. He's had a good a good season. Yeah. That he has. That he has. This is such a slow start. What are, what are we doing here? Oh, I was just looking at some of our stats from last week. Stats guy. Stats guy, I like looking at stats. And big stuff. stats guy. Big stats guy. And honestly, looking at the playoff table, which I'm really excited about, or the playoff bracket, rather, and we're going to get into that later this episode. There's nothing that gets Jake going more than a good playoff bracket. Good Dude, don't bracket. get me started, okay? We need to get through the first couple segments, and then we can get to playoff talk. Um, we've got some good stuff lined up for you guys today. We are uh, going to do our game recaps, power rankings, and then we've got playoff talk, which I'm pretty mm. I'm pretty hyped about. Um, there's a lot of speculation around playoffs, who's going to finish where, um, are, is stuff going to change up after this last half week of, of regular season, which it's bound to. Um, but there's a lot of potential for teams to move around. There's a couple teams locked in. The one and two seed are locked in. Playing teams are locked in. Um, but three through six, it's anyone's. So, hey, that's that's enough playoff. I know, talk, Jake. I know. I just gosh, I want to I want to get to it. Yep. I'm excited. But no, you're right. Uh, we got game recaps um, to get to. <laughs> and now this was an interesting week because uh, we had a lot of teams show up this week that didn't have their their full roster, and they had a full group of players. Um, but they didn't have their playoff rosters, you know, yep. registered registered players. Um, we did see Care Bears' first full full roster yeah. this year. Yeah, we did, and we'll get to Care Bears talk a little bit later. But one of those being the Patriots, who came out and stomped uh, the Thunderducks. Who also, who also didn't one. have a full roster. Well, yeah, and both of those teams didn't have full rosters. Um, as Luke had mentioned earlier, Thunderducks brought their B squad. And the Patriots brought their A plus 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 <laughs> plus plus squad. squad. Yes, um, they beat the Thunderducks twelve to one. I mean, Beard, is there much to say about this game? I mean, it's not really relevant. You know, they being, torched them. I don't they know, did, but not... I mean, neither of them had their playoff team. So, is there even much to say? I, yeah, I, I wish I wish we would have saw both full rosters play against each other and. Um, to where we could have seen, you know, what what it could have looked like or whatever. Um, but Thunderducks only both teams only brought two actual rostered guys, um, and uh, you know from from there, like, yeah, it wasn't Thunderducks. Obviously, B squad might even be, you know, nice. Might have been their 
or C or D squad. Yeah. I would have been interested to see what happened that game had both teams had their full rosters. I was yeah. looking forward to that game. Yeah, um, me too. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been eyeing that one up because they were both they were both fighting to get out of the play-in games, and it looked like that game was going to determine who could get out. Um, but it ended up, ended up being, um, you know, to the Pats, 12-1 win. They brought some good players. So, yeah, and they, they had the league's menace. Most eligible free agent. Seriously. It's fourth team this year. Yeah. I don't know what he finished for with stats because we didn't really keep track of him. But, yeah, my goodness, he had to have just tore it up this yeah, year. Yeah, well, they, they just tallied for the subline in general. But we'll keep moving. Uh, next game was the Mad Martians and the Top Boys. And, Luke, the Mad Martians won this game 8-2. to two. Yeah, again, kind of another blowout. I will say Top Boys did bring a pretty talented roster, but Mad Martians wasn't they having any of it. They finally had more of their their, uh, their their squad actually there, their rostered players. The only guy that was missing was was Yasir. Um, and I don't know if he's coming back. No, yeah, I think he, he's it sounds injured like he is out. not going to be. And so it was kind of fun seeing uh, – playoff squad for the top boys and again mad martians just um suffocated them you know i was really hoping the mad martians would have uh fed caleb a little bit more to get his goals up to compete with that golden boot award but aiden said i got this put the team on his back and popped five in yeah which is you know just as good so right so it was the way I think we expected that game to go. Sure. Well, in the next game of the night, after um, a forfeit uh, from Wilmer, was the Top Boys again playing the Thunder Ducks. And this is a game that we'll probably see in the, in one of those playing games, the Top Boys and the Thunder Ducks. And so it was fun to see uh, this game kind of unfold, and the Top Boys came out on top, and they, they look like they'll probably finish in that, in that nine spot. They will finish in that nine spot, and Thunder Ducks in the eight, and Top Boys came out on top, Beard. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a little bit closer of a game, um, you know, with with Thunderducks, you know, actual roster out there. Like like we said earlier, um, they miss team captain Kyle Fisher. They miss uh, you know goalie and defender Ethan McClellan. Uh, they're missing Marcus Conan, who you know he's he's a super talented player. So missing those three guys, I think, hurt them a bunch. Um, but so they they'll they'll be better. Uh, Hot's off to Top Boys getting the win, um, getting their second win on the year and stuff like that, and that's a, a game that we'll look forward to watch, and I think that's going to be a tight one um, come playoffs. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, certainly. Uh, next game of the night, which, uh, again, hard to, to really speculate this one as um, the Patriots didn't have their full team really even close to, um, but Patriots and Mad Martians. And, again, a game I really was looking forward to had the Patriots had their full roster. Um, but nonetheless, it was a great game. It was a 2-1 win for the Patriots with a last-second goal from the Yeezys, which was just the foam am- runners. amazing. It was. It was from what made Yeezys. that game. It was the cherry on top. Yeah. It could not have been better. There was, what, like five seconds left? There was not much. I mean, the goal went in, and then the whistle blew. Yeah, like, that, the was, shot that was, from that was, that was the That was the final. Like Once the ball cleared the zone, it, I think the whistle was going to blow. The ball goes up, settles it at his feet, and rips it on goal, and he scores. And scores two one, and game's over. 
Yep, it was a close game. I do know Mad Martians are looking forward to a possible matchup they with the Patriots. They want that one back. They think that they can beat a normal Patriots roster, and it will be interesting. I think those two play styles for the Patriots, it was drastically different. A lot of offenses past week, and their usual roster will provide a lot of defense with a little bit more chaos up top yeah. with Sam. So it really wasn't even a good look for the Martians to try to get a read on what the Patriots right. can play like. So it will be interesting if those are the two teams, which it kind of looks like it. And Patriots should not be overlooking Wilmer because we know uh, what happened last year. But should they Critical come out of their playing game? That will be a really fun game to watch, and I know Mad Martians are ready for it. They're going to be excited to to redeem themselves from this last week's game. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's locked in place. They'll be facing off in their quarterfinal. Should Unless Mad Martians lose by, like, 30. Yeah, <laughs> which will not happen. But yeah. um, if the Patriots get past Wilmer in the playing game, um, which we're just going to uh, assume they will, um, they'll be facing off against the Mad Martians quarterfinals next week. So that Dude, that's if, an exciting. What game. if Wilmer beats the Patriots? I mean, it's it's possible. Honestly, it is. They did it last year in the playoffs. They beat them in the in the first leg of the aggregate. Um, and so it's it's certainly it's certainly possible. But we'll get to some of that playoff talk yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll keep going. Uh, St. Cloud United and Nat Control. Um, and that control has definitely been out lately with something to prove. And they came out on top three to two beard. Um, what did you think of this game? I mean, tough game. I watched his team captain Shafi um, came out after the game and just was so bummed because they played such a tough, tight game. Um, and that control came away with the one one nothing victory. Um, but similar to the Patriots, uh, they brought in some studs um, to play. Um, brought in some studs to to play for them and and help them get the victory and helped them to that three two win. Um, it was a it was a good game. I mean, the Nat control looked more potent in offense, looked solid in defense as always. Um, they had Tad drop back in goal with um, their team captain Reed Evans out with a broken toe. Um, so uh, makes Got a it little boo boo. Yeah, a little boo boo. Uh, makes it interesting come playoffs, you know, like they won't have the guys that they had sub. Um, if Reed is out uh, after they just put him in goal a couple weeks ago and he played really well, um, they liked that look. They liked that option. Um, you know, what are they going to look like come playoffs? And that's that's what we'll kind of have to figure out. We'll have to wait and see next week um, when they have their fa- final regular season game and then jump into playoffs. It's going to be a it's going to be a good look. Next game of the night was a highly anticipated matchup. And uh, I think the result was what the crowd wanted. Um, as the Care Bears topped the Founding Fathers 3-2 to two in a back-and-forth game. Luke, what do you walk away from this game with? Well, it was no secret. This was the moment that the whole league was waiting for. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if it was live-streamed, there would have been thousands of views from the people that weren't there that night. And uh, you ever see those World Cup videos where like uh, fans are watching from their home countries and all celebrate when a goal goes in? Yep, yeah, I felt like that's what what happened. That was likely the case, as a lot of guys in the league were not there that this week, 
uh, due to travel and some different stuff. So they probably had it pulled up on their phone waiting for updates and cheering wherever they were. But close game. Care Bears got out to an early lead, and it was pretty back and forth the whole game. I know it's it's hard to kind of, I don't know, say or break apart that game when we were the ones on the field, but what it felt like is they they jumped out and they were ready ready to go from kickoff. Yeah. You could tell they had the intensity. They were feeding off of the crowd. And it was it was a great game and yeah. a well-deserved win by the Care Bears. They played really well. Hats off to them. Brandon played phenomenal in goal, had some great saves. And they did what they needed to do to pull that 3-2 win out. And they deserved to to win that game. They, they played a great game um, all around. And we knew going into this year that it was bound to happen. I think we got our hopes up a little bit. With, yeah, with, being, only, three games with only three games left, we were thinking, could it be another undefeated season? Uh, but with the league getting that much better this year, we were not expecting it, and it did come true. And Care Bears are a very talented team. It was a well-deserved win by them. Yeah, um, they came prepared, for sure, and you could tell. Like, the, the style they had, um, you know, just kind of the formation they were running. Like, you could tell they came prepared um, to play against... The Dude, founding hat, fathers. Hats off to Brandon Doe stepping in yeah, that goal the last well. couple weeks and and has been solid, solid back there for them. They they needed to figure that out. They needed to get you know team captain Keegan Pham out of goal and on the field where he can he can um, be the best possible player uh, for that team. Um, and and hats off to Brandon for sacrificing for the team and maybe wanting to play more on the field but doing what's best for his team and stepping in there and he's been super good um and and then keegan playing playing in the back there and locking things down um they they have have figured some things out and they're going to be dangerous um come playoffs because they they figured out some defensive structure and we know the offensive weapons that they have um and so i mean like they're they're going to be a solid team for sure yeah um as we talk about that, Luke, I know you've had some thoughts on a hot take that was given last week from our special guest, Caleb Forberg, who, who claims that the Mad Martians have the most skilled team in the league. And as we talk about the Care Bears and what we've seen from them, um, what do you think? Is it, is it true that the Mad Martians, do you think, have the most talented team? Or would you say that the Care Bears do? I mean, because as we've watched them, and, and I don't say this just because they beat us, but... You look at all the guys on the roster. You look at Brandon Doe, great in net, Keegan Pham running that team. I mean, from the backside, Uriel, Tayden, Oscar. Like, that's a that's a stacked lineup. Nelson set me up for this question. These are one of those questions that he knows the answer to in advance that I'm going to give, but I'm going to give him the answer anyway. Defeats the purpose of the question. Yeah, no, that. but it's, it is a great question, and here's the deal. We love hot takes whether they're right or wrong. It's fun to hear them. And <laughs> I should know a lot about some wrong hot takes. Um, Just go listen to last week's I do podcast. Think, I do think that the Mad Martians are deservedly the second best team in the league, but they are not the most skilled team in the league. I do think that title belongs to the Care Bears. When you look at I would agree the guys that. that they consistently put, especially their starters, um, that they put out on the field, they are 
incredibly skilled. I don't think there's a guy out there that has a bad first touch. Yeah. They are very calm on the ball. They can probably outpossess anyone. And they showed that in this game. They were they were content. They came out. They were calm, collective, and they played the game that they needed to. I a lot of respect to them, but I do think they are a highly skilled team. Sometimes they lose their focus a little bit, which has caused a couple of losses throughout the year. But overall, I don't know if there's a more skilled team than the Care Bears. I'm not saying they're the best team by any means, but as far as skill is concerned, I would put them at the top. Yeah. Uh, next game of the night, Beard was St. Cloud United and the Sartell futsal team and our, our boys from Sartell have been struggling lately. They lost five rip. What'd you think? Dude, uh, they were celebrating pretty hard uh, over the game previous because <laughs> um, they've been wanting Founding Fathers to lose uh, since the inception of the league um, last yep. year. That's true. That's um, true. But uh, then come out and just lay an absolute turd on the game. I mean, they the first half was 0-0, um, which is crazy then to hear that the ending score was 5 nothing. Um, first half was 0-0. Um, very tight. Both teams were playing good. Um, and I said this last week, uh, go back and listen to the podcast. I said Sartell futsal team is not as good as we think they are. Their offense has looked like it's disappeared the last couple weeks, and they were non-existent. They scored zero goals this week. They got a forfeit win to Wilmer, but they scored zero goals, zero. Yeah. Their for- only win over the last three weeks is against Wilmer. Yeah, yeah. They have a forfeit win, ago. and then they won. They won a couple weeks ago um, against them, and so man, they they uh, take the L pretty bad there. Um, I know they'll come out firing for for playoffs. They're gonna restructure some things. Uh, Kevin will have them ready to go. Pakula will be he'll be just chattering away um, for sure because that's what he does. <laughs> um, and so they'll they'll come out ready to play and rock. Um, but man, this one. I they had I I agreed with Luke. I just did not see a way that they were going to lose any games the rest of the year. And uh St. Cloud United came out and just put the stomp on them. Um they played so good. Um you know, Shafi, Shamarki both both were scoring goals and and doing their thing. Uh Leo locked down defensively. Um that honestly that's the best game from St. Cloud United all year. Um, we've kind of given them crap that they've only kind of beat bad teams this year. Um, they got a good win here. Um, and so that was, that was big for them. And so, um, you know, they, they're going to be, they're going to be another team that they're going to be a tough team to beat in the playoffs. If they have all their guys, there ready to go. Um, they're going to be fun to watch. It was just a few weeks ago. Sartell beat the Care Bears and then they beat, St. Cloud United 9-3. to yeah. We put a stomp down on them. And this week, like you said, Hemi, I don't know if they just forgot that they had a game. There was two into the game beforehand that they were like, uh-oh, like we got to go play now. And a 5-0 beat down. I just, I don't know how to explain that after they beat them 9-3. to There's just not a whole lot you can I, say. And I think Sartell's a good team. Like, I do... I do think they're a good team. I honestly, I don't know what happened in that game. Um, I think St. Cloud's a good team. 
Um, but I don't know. I don't know what happened with Sartell. They got to figure some stuff out. Um, and they got they got a warm up game basically against Top Boys next week. Um, but after that, um, they're gonna they're gonna really have to figure some things out because playoffs are coming. And luckily, they did enough to get out of the the play in games. But honestly, play in games would would uh, would would be would a, give them a hard time. Yeah, right would now. give them a hard time right now for sure. Yep, and I if I were them, six thirty next week, I wouldn't wouldn't use that. Don't look past that game. I'd want to use that to be ramping up yep, and playing ready your to go. best futsal. Come their quarterfinal game later on. And they can do that if they on. can come out and score nine goals like they do. They, I mean, pretty consistently they score over five, six, seven goals. Um, and they need to come out and prove that and do that in that first game yep. to have themselves ready to go for the quarterfinals um, that same night. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how stuff unfolds. They definitely have an opportunity to move up uh, in the league table if they get a win against Top Boys next week and if St. Cloud United loses to the Founding Fathers. That would put them in that five spot. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens, and we'll get to some more of that as we talk playoffs. Um, But, yeah, so as we finish off our game recaps, last game of the night was Nat Control in the Care Bears and Nat Control came out victorious with a 5-4 tightly contested game. And uh, guys, what did we think of this game? Were, were the Care Bears a little bit worn out from that first game? Were they unprepared? Was Nat Control out with something to prove? What happened that game? I mean, there's a lot of things you can point to. I think Care Bears had the early lead. 3-0 if I'm not mistaken. 3-1 I think they were up. They are up 2-0 and then I think Nat Control got one back and then they were up 3-1. And they they definitely had the league. Looked like they were in control of it. All they had to do was kind of do what they did against the Founding Fathers, play some possession, play smart. But it also looked a little bit like they ran out of gas in that second half. Maybe, I mean, it took a lot out of them. They had a a big night. They had two tough games, um, and it was going to take a lot in the tank, and maybe they slowly ran out and Nat Control just rode the momentum, ended up pulling out the 5-4 win. Again, like you said, to begin this whole segment, a lot of teams with faces that won't be there in the playoffs, Nat Control, one of them. A lot of help from Aziz and Logan. But at the end of the day, the scoreline was 5-4. They came out with the win. Care Bears had to figure out a way to win that game, to have uh, their eyes set on that three seed, and now they're they're kind of in that mix as well and so it's anyone's game but kind of a kind of a crazy result to end the night after a three to win over the founding fathers and then to go out just a little bit later and have control of that game almost have it in the bag but then give it up late in the second half yeah well in a very interesting um game for the care bears next week in their final uh, regular season game as they face off against the Mad Martians. And that'll be interesting to see what happens. And we were kind of, I think, a little bit hoping to see a Care Bears victory over Nat Control, not because we dislike Nat Control, but that would have made their game against Mad Martians very interesting. Um, had they beaten Nat Control, that would have been the battle for the two seed. So, yep. Regardless, it'll be it'll be a good game next week, and it definitely is um, a reason for Care Bears still to play hard and beat them as they can jump into that three seed, which would be huge uh, for them. And so, 
Um, those are our game recaps from this last week, our last full week of regular season play in week six. And uh, we'll move on to some premier power rankings given by the Beardy Boy uh, as we go from five to one, breaking down our top five power rankings. So here we go. Beardy Boy, you ready? Yeah, number five. In a number five, um, a team who had a pretty good week um, but took that, that tough loss, St. Cloud United, comes in at number five. Um, they have what uh, proving Luke wrong uh, to be the golden boot uh, winner, uh, Shamarki. Um, I don't see any way that he gets passed next week in the, unless Caleb Forberg just has an unreal week. Um, I, I fully expect Shamarki um, probably even to get a couple, maybe get a couple more. Um, but he'll, he'll be probably around 30 goals, which, I mean, that's a great season. Um, so huge, huge, huge game for him. Um, huge year in St. Cloud. Uh, and they are in at the five seed. Um, moving up, uh, the team that beat them, and I think that's probably why they passed them, is Nat Control in at number four. Uh, they get the win over St. Cloud United. They actually hold the tiebreaker over um, all the seeds below them right now, uh, Sartell, St. Cloud, and Care Bears. Um, and so with, with with two wins over Care Bears, win over St. Cloud, and a win over Sartell, they hold the tiebreaker um, over those teams. Uh, come in at number four, though, I think judges or I think uh, board members kind of saw um, you know, they had a lot of subs this week, and that might be part of the reason that they they uh, got wins. But they do get the bump over getting getting the win over St. Cloud. And number three, Care Bears. Um, crazy to think that this week all top three teams had losses. Mm-hmm. That has, I mean, dude, that that's nuts. And Care Bears, um, the team that handed handed the number one team the, the, their first loss of the year, um, but then also end up taking the loss to to care or to Nat Control, which is crazy. But um, I think I think a lot of people still just saw that win is far too much um, to bump them down further. Uh, they proved that when they have their full roster, they are a very very good team. Um, coming in at number two, we have Mad Martians. Uh, as Caleb Forberg said, the most skilled team in the league. Um, they they are they are very good. They were missing Ethan this week. Um, I even wonder what the difference in that game would have been had Ethan been there. Um, you know, would that be a two two game if Ethan if Ethan Miller is there? Ethan, uh, the guy they brought in as a sub for Ethan Joe was was good, but Ethan's a finisher, um, and he's he's proven that. And so I I'd love to see. Um, you know, I, I can't wait for that, that rematch. I hope we get it in the playoffs. Um, but Mad Martians in at number two. Uh, and then at number one, Founding Fathers, they get their first loss this year. Uh, first loss in, in two years in the regular season. Um, kind of a, uh, uh, awakening, hoping, hopefully, for them um, to come out and, and prove some things now in the playoffs. Uh, they've been sitting at number one most of the year, and now they got to come out and prove it. Um, they, they take the loss, uh, only get two goals. Um, is there some cracks in the armor? They're not, haven't been scoring goals the way that they maybe should. Um, don't know. Um, so they'll have some things to figure out. Um, and I'm sure, sure as a team, they'll be talking things over and trying to figure that stuff out. But, uh, those are our premier power rankings one to five as they stand heading into playoffs. Um, and obviously power rankings essentially mean nothing where what really means stuff is standings as we head into playoffs um, and where people are seated. Yeah, 
Um, it's fun to break down, fun to have those conversations and, and see where teams land. Um, I know some teams, uh, cough, cough, knack control will be up in arms about their placement this week. I know some of them think they maybe deserve number two, but you know what? They land where they land. And I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them um, with their playoff roster. And without Reed Evans, is that yeah. a bonus to their team that Reed is injured? No, maybe. probably not a maybe. bonus. Maybe a bonus. <laughs> Oh no! Shots fired. Oh no! I know that Reed is a faithful listener and and listens the second that the podcast comes out. So if I don't (laughs) throw shade, um, you know what? I'm I'm doing him a disservice. Uh, Keep him grounded a little bit. That man likes to hype up himself and his team. Um, But for real, Reed is a is a great goalie. Um, He's had a a a great year. Um, As him and Ryan have been going back and forth, and honestly, he made a good point this last week at. Um, at you know the league night, as you say, man, we've got two goalies who are in the top five, and so um, they've been playing well defensively. Um, they've only let in thirty-five goals this whole year, um, average of two point nine two goals against per game, which is awesome. But on the flip side, they're still their differential is still negative, and so it makes you wonder: come playoffs, are they, they going to be able to to keep up with some of the teams they play against? Are they going to be able to score goals? I know. Well. It'll be fun to see. But as we talk about that, we'll jump into our uh, our playoff predictions, which I've been waiting to get to because I love some playoff talk. And so let's maybe start um, by doing some play-in game predictions. And so as it stands, those bottom four teams are locked in place. Uh, they will not They're be moving. They're not moving. They're not moving. Uh, so they are stuck where they are, and, and we know for certain um, who will be playing against each other in those play-in games. And that first play-in game, um, will be the Thunder Ducks and the Top Boys. Um, and we talked about this a little bit earlier in the podcast um, as they played this last week in regular season, and the Top Boys did come out on top. Um, however, the Thunder Ducks, as we said, had their B squad, and they didn't come out um, with their best lineup, missing Kyle Fisher, missing uh, Marcus, and those are some notable names. And so as we get ready for playoffs, that first playing game, we got Thunder Ducks, Top Boys, uh, first playing game. And the winner will be playing, um, most likely, will be playing the Founding Fathers unless Wilmer beats the Patriots. But, Luke, what do you think uh, from this game? What's What, what do you see is going to happen? Well, I want to preface by saying this. Although those bottom four are locked into their own spots, that doesn't mean that they can't go and cause havoc for those middle of the pack teams and so uh, it'll be fun to see them in that last game of the season next week uh not only do they want to be playing at their best come their playing game but to see if they can just make it a little messier for those other teams which would be a fun goal for them uh before they jump into their playing game but as the thunder ducks and the top boys will see each other once again i think it will be a different story than this past week the thunder ducks hopefully will have their usual crew there and I do think a full fielded Thunder Ducks team will beat uh, the best of the top boys I think overall they're just structurally a lot better and if there's one thing we know about the top boys is they are very talented but they have a hard time beating a good formation they kind of if they can get into a skill battle some one-on-ones and kind of get around people that's where they get dangerous they do have the talent for it but at the end of the day i think if the thunder ducks just play with some structure 
I think they will come out victorious in that play-in game. At least that's the way it should go. We've seen the Thunder Ducks play some elite futsal this year, and if they're playing at their best, they will be... They should get the nod in that well, game. Well, Thunder Ducks are a confidence team. We saw the week that they beat Nat Control and Mad Martians. Dude, they had some confidence after going and beating Nat Control that then when they came into the game with the Mad Martians, they were ready to go. Um, they they came out with confidence in those games. They got some goals and showed that they can beat the best teams in the league. And so that makes me wonder that, like, and, and we talked about this as well, is that Jake's mentioned this on that the week after podcast, is that um, they, uh, they're the probably the best conditioned team in the league. So I don't think playing three games in a night um, with that play-in game, I don't think that hurts them. And it might actually help them um, that they, they can get on a roll that I think if they can start on a roll with their last regular season game, they play good there, uh, they play good in their play-in game, then watch out. Whether that's that's us or Mad Martians who's going to get them, that's going to be a tough, tough game um, because if they get rolling, do we know that they have the skill to go in and put some goals in. Um, they can play structured um, and get a win. And they proved earlier that they could go and beat beat a Mad Martians team that that was fully fully rostered. And so, like, man, they 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 prove that they can be good and play with the best teams. Um, they just need to get on their roll and play with confidence. And so, I'm I'm really interested. I agree with you. I think they beat uh, Top Boys. Um, it even though Top Boys beat them this last week, I think with their full roster, I'm taking the Thunder Ducks all day there. Yeah, it'll be a fun game. I really am excited for that one. I think the Thunder Ducks are going to come back with something to prove. Um, and I know the top boys are going to want that game bad. Um, so it'll be a fun game. I'm excited for, for that game to um, to happen. Our next play-in game will be the Patriots, the seven seed, uh, facing off against Wilmer United, the 10 seed. And uh, Wilmer's been struggling this year. They've got uh, one win on the season, a 1-0 victory over Nat Control. Um, and the Patriots will be back with their full lineup. And so um, we did see these two teams meet up last year in the playoffs when playoff structure was a little bit different. We had two games. They were aggregate scoring. And in the first leg, Wilmer did beat um, the former you know, Little Packers team, who are now the Patriots. And could we see that happen again this year? I... Just right off the bat, if I were a betting man, I'd be betting Patriots all day. But I will say this is probably Wilmer's most favorable matchup in the play-in games. I don't think Wilmer would have a chance against the top boys and the Thunder Ducks. I think those guys are highly skilled, and Wilmer has not done well against that. But we have two defensive teams here that take pride in, in good shape and good formation. And if there is a team that's going to give the Patriots a hard time, I do think it is Wilmer. And so, again, I I wouldn't bet against the Patriots here. I do think that they are the better team and they should come out ahead. But hopefully the Patriots aren't looking too far ahead and they got to just focus in on their Wilmer game here. One game at a time. And in their first game of the night against Wilmer, I wouldn't give them too much of a look of what they'll see in that play-in game and so we'll see if they just play a lot of subs that game kind of switch some things up so that Wilmer doesn't get super confident or comfortable playing the Patriots I think it would be wise of the Patriots to throw them something different 
in that first game of the night and then come ready to play in that playing game yeah um so those are our playing games and we're just going to break down the rest of the bracket as it stands we know it's subject to move um, as we do have one regular season game left for every team and so things are bound to change a little bit um, but if playoffs were to start today we want to give you um, the 1 to 10 rankings. And so right now, Founding Fathers um, would land in that one seed and they would play the, the lowest seed winner. Um, so they will play most likely, again, as, as we're talking about, the Thunder Ducks or the Top Boys, whoever wins that game. If Wilmer tops the Patriots, uh, Wilmer would play the Founding Fathers. Um, so that game will, will happen after um, the play-in games. Um, the next game, which I'm looking forward to, which, again, subject to move, but as it stands, the four and five seed game um, on that same side of the bracket as the Founding Fathers is the Care Bears and St. Cloud United um, at four and five, two, respectively. Two really talented teams. Yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be a shootout. I would love to see that game. I really hope those two finish in those spots. I'm going to say it's most likely not to happen, as I think Sartell Futsal team will probably move into that five seed if i had to guess they play top boys next week they'll probably win um and i think they'll probably move into that spot and st cloud united would drop to six if founding fathers beat them as they play in that final game and start yeah. futsal team would pass them so well, and care bears don't have an easy first game next week either and they have an opportunity or i should not say an opportunity but they have the the chance of dropping to six as well and so yeah. All the teams, like Dude, we're talking uh, about the messiest. Nat, Nat Control have ever. have the the, you know they they cannot. Nat Control is the only team in that middle pack that can't drop to six, and Sartell is the only team that can't jump to three. Uh, Saint Cloud can get to three. Uh, Care Bears can get to three. Nat Control can get to three. Um, and and uh, man, it it's crazy to think that like there's a lot of movement that can still happen with only one game left, um, and still so many things that can happen in those first couple games. And so it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, who's gonna who's gonna win, who's gonna come out on top, um, and what what they're gonna do. So I'm I'm really really interested to see what happens here. Let's break down these games. We have we have one regular season game left for every team. Um, and that's the first half of that night. So let's maybe fill in those games as we think they'll maybe um, fall and then kind of analyze uh, bracket from there. Because um, I'll be curious to see what ends up happening because right now it's hard to kind of analyze playoffs because they're going to move based yep. off of what happens next yep. week. And so let's maybe let's fill in these games. This might be a little confidence booster or um, maybe the opposite for some of these teams. Unbooster. I don't um, know if I want to say anything here because whatever I pick will probably <laughs> – what a, it'll just opposite. be the opposite, even um, if it's a gimme. Okay, so I'm going to fill these in as we as we go. Um, Sartell Futsal team and Top Boys playing the first game of the night. Um, do we see Sartell coming out Once on again, top? this is well, – I mean, these are set, but some of these middle teams are predictions because – we don't know that this is where they're going to fall yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying is that let's let's maybe fill these in and then we'll analyze sure. the bracket from what we think is going to unfold from the last regular season games. I think starts off futsal team will top the top boys. That's um, probably a safe yeah, bet. I think that's a safe bet. This next one at 650 is a tough, tough call. I think it could go either way. I think Thunder Ducks with a full roster 
have a chance at beating Nat Control, but Nat Control is playing really well right now. Let's just, for conversation's sake, say Nat Control continues their win streak. Okay. Playing well, and they top the Thunder Ducks. I like that. I think that probably will happen. Beard, next game of the night. Homer and Patriots, I mean, not really anything to play here for. Um, maybe a pre, pre-play-in game warm-up. I mean, both teams have an opportunity to kind of scout each other. Right. Um, get some touches on the ball. Yeah. I mean, get some warm-up in or whatever. But if I'm either of those teams, I'm not wasting any energy in this game. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm coming to bring it for my play-in game um, because both of those teams have – like, there's nothing to play for in that game. I mean, maybe right. some pride for Wilmer to, to get a, a second win or whatever, but – um, neither of those teams have anything to play for in that game, and I, I'm not wasting a lick of energy for that game. Um, you know, maybe it's just go in and pass the ball around, play for fun, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm not working hard. I'm going to come and bring everything we got for that playing game. Yep. Um, okay, that next game of the night, and this is where stuff gets a little messy because um, this is a game I can see going other way, is the Care Bears and the Mad Martians. What do we think is going to happen in that game? It's, it's, a, tough, so it's tough. a tough one. Care Bears have played so good. Mad Martians have played have played good. I mean, the Care Bears are the only team that have a shot to um, to pass. No, they can't even pass the Mad Martians because the Mad Martians have. They'd have to. Record. They'd have to win by about ten. No, but they'd have to be tied in points. Yep. They'd be tied in points, but Mad Martians have the tiebreaker. Yeah, so there. it wouldn't matter. So no, Mad Martians are locked in. Which is goal differential, if I'm not mistaken. No, yeah, first, first it's head-to-head, head head. and if if they, if they Care Bears beat Mad Martians, they'd be 1-1 one one against yep. each other because Mad Martians spanked them 13-2 to two in, oh, uh, true, true, in week true. four. So, they be so they'd be tied in head-to-head, so then it'd go to... Yeah, so they'd literally need to win by like 20 goals right. or something. But, I mean, for them, they can move to the three seed. You know, yes. they can move yeah, yeah. up it, and it pass. It definitely does play a piece. They move into the three seed. Um, they get, they get a, you know, hopefully a worse team in their um, quarterfinal you know, game. In their quarterfinal game and stuff like that, and one that they feel confident they can go and beat. Um, you know, it. both teams, I mean, Mad, Mad Martians, I mean, they, they just want to. They, they can't move into that three seed, actually, because they've lost the, both head-to-heads against Nat Control. So if they're tied with them in points, they wouldn't be tied if Nat can. Well, if Nat controls wins, right? But if hypothetically, if they don't, as we're yes, filling as it, it out as right we're now, filling it out, it's hard. It gets messy. It, it does get messy. Yeah, Sorry, listeners. I think, I think we're gonna. I mean, if we move forward in that, in in saying Nat control beats Thunder, yeah. Ducks, so then they wouldn't be able to move in the three seed. So let's just for conversation's sake, Mad Martians as a strong number Martians two seed. Let's win. just yeah. pick them to win. Yeah, and. We will see, and that's no shade against the Care Bears. We know they're playing well, but yep. So that we'll would see them that winning. would keep Care Bears. Yeah, if, at, if Nat uh, Control lose, four. if I'm the Care Bears, I'm doing everything I can to win that game. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah. So that makes things pretty interesting as we look at um, look at this this league table, and uh, that actually. So if we fill it out as 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 we've said. That moves Sartell Futsal team up to number four. Um, and that moves Care Bears down to number five. five. St. Cloud United to six. Um, so we've got some interesting matchups then. We have Nat Control and St. Cloud United in the 3-6 game. 
We have Well and that's assuming that that St. Cloud United loses or ties to founding fathers in that last yep. game of the night. Yeah. And even if they tie them, then it makes it tricky because then they're tied at twenty two points with mm-hmm. Care, Care Bears, Bears have in, in Care Sertel. Bears have the upper hand on them. Which I will say, St. Cloud United has looked That's like a, a different team tie, of Leo. Yeah, they really do. They have been they have been very strong, and they gave a good knack control team all they could handle this past week. Yeah. A star studded knack control team, so don't sleep on them. Um, and to keep in mind too, founding fathers, not that they don't have a lot to play for here but it doesn't move their positioning around i think they'll be eyeing up the quarterfinal game um but also wanting to be playing well going into that quarterfinal game if it were me which it will be you want to play you want to play well but obviously you're not you're not uh killing yourself out there so it gets tricky because you want to play for some pride um you don't you don't want to lose but you're also on that same night eyeing up playoffs. Yeah. It's hard to speculate, um, and we're, we're doing it on the fly here, but honestly, those teams, three to six, anywhere. I mean, it could go anywhere, and yep. it's fun to just kind of break that down and talk about it. Um, but if you're, you're, if you're one of those teams ranked three through six right now, dude, come ready to play next week because you've got some tough games. Um, and you have an opportunity to move up big time. And so yeah. bring your best game, and I'm excited just to see what unfolds from those games. Uh, something I want to do here is, uh, boys, give give me a team. If you had to, had to uh, make a prediction, a team um, from this league that you think is going to make a run. Sorry, getting a call. Just had to. <laughs> had to block that real quick. Just get out of here. It's podcast, podcast time. Yeah. I know. Uh, sorry. Okay. A team from from the league right now that you think is going to make a run. Maybe an unexpected team. So don't give me Mad Martians. Don't give me Founding Fathers. A team you think that has an opportunity to make the finals. Or a team unexpectedly that could make the semis. Maybe uh, a playing team. Um, an underdog. Favorable underdog. I mean, if it were me... I would have my eyes out for St. Cloud United. If they drop to six, that would be a tough six seed to play. Let's just assume that control takes care of business in their first game next week. And is that three seed? I mean, I could see them for sure making the semis. And they're they're not a team that I would want to be facing if they are at their full roster, which is so funny because they have as we've known, been all over the map this year as far as they've had really bad weeks. But then when they when they bring in Leo, it's kind of the piece that they needed back on defense, and it allows Shafi and Shamarki to kind of do their thing up top as Leo bolsters down the defense. So a team that for sure could make an upset in their quarterfinal, and I would keep my eye out for them in the semis as well because they are – they're playing well right now, and I just I like them going into playoffs. Beard, who do you got to make a run? Oh, man, it's this is hard for me. I mean, I think last podcast, uh, Caleb Caleb said that he thinks one of those playing game teams is going to make win the quarterfinals, which means either they're losing or we're losing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, right. So i i don't I don't know what his thought was there. 
Um, <laughs> so I'll have to talk it talk it over with him here and maybe get maybe hear some more of what he was thinking there. But um, I mean, my team to watch out for. I mean, is it's got to be the Care Bears. I mean, first time we saw their full roster. I know they lost to the Nat Control, um, but I I've said this from the beginning of the year. I think they're a top three team. Oh yeah. Um, I think I think they're dangerous. They're good. They figured some things out defensively. Um, they they're gonna be a tough out for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the crazy thing to think about though is that like they lose the tiebreaker with Nat Control and Sartell because both of those teams have beat them this year. Um, you know I don't I like I think Sartell Sartell plays a good play style against them. Um, so I think if that four five game is Sartell Care Bears. Oh my goodness, that could be such a good game yeah. in the quarterfinals. Um is is Sartell and Carebears. That would be that'd be a lot of fun to watch. But anywho, um they they would be my team to look out for, but I also think dude, I th- I really like Sartell. Um, yeah. I think if they fi- as much crap as I've given them, I I know that they can score goals and if they can figure their defense out and stuff like that like they did a couple weeks ago, uh they can make a deep run. Um, they didn't finish. They didn't finish runner up in the league last year um, in the playoffs for no reason. They they are a good team, um, and so if they can figure their stuff out, I think they have an opportunity to make a run. Yeah, that was the team I was going to pick um, to make a run. Was was the Sartell Futsal team, and uh, I think they'll win their quarterfinal. And it is more likely than not that they play the Care Bears in that in that game, um, in what is probably the four or five, and so. I think that that'll be a fun game to watch, and I really think that the Sartell futsal team um, plays a style where they can compete with the Care Bears, I think lock them down, and then pops them in on top of that. Like They do a great job of putting the ball in the net, yep. um, and I think they got a chance to, to make a run. And then if they would win that 4-5 game, they'd face off against the Founding Fathers or whoever wins that game between Founding Fathers. Which you and know that that gets them excited know. if... If there's one thing that they're motivated to do is to see the Founding Fathers one more time. Yeah, in the semis. Take him down Pakula early for a chance. Wait. <laughs> he can't wait to play against Jimmy. Yeah, they do love Jimmy, that's for sure. Um, all right, well, as we wrap up, boys, any final uh, playoff thoughts as we are less than a week away from first couple rounds of playoffs? Honestly, just kind of sad that it's coming to an end. Dude, seriously. We don't want to talk about that yet. I just always... I had so many people excited, asking but... me, what's next? Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Like, like already are thinking of, like, you know, they talk about next year's league, which, you know, there's some some questions there of what will happen there. And we those are conversations that I've had in person. They're not really conversations for the podcast. But, <laughs> um, I mean... We people are asking: Is there a fall tournament? Is there, you know, a potential fall league? I I think that's probably not going to happen. There's a little too much going on, or whatever. But um, man, it's exciting to hear people wanting to know what's next, what's happening next, what's going on. Uh, like, and new people coming out this last week and asking, "How do I get to be a part of this?" Um, players who were subbing were saying, like. Man, I wish this was around like a few years ago, or I wish this was around when I was in high school. Like I would have played, played every summer. Like I, I just love that there's been so much like 
um, community and fun built around this league. Um, you know, it, it has been incredible. And like for the three of us to sit here and do a podcast, like, I, I don't think, you know, when we, when we first talked about the idea of let's, let's make a league, we just thought, you know, we're going to go out there and play with some buddies and that might be it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and to see now where it's kind of become and the, the 60 players that are rostered on teams and probably another, 50 60 guys who are interested uh ladies as well that are interested in coming and playing like oh my goodness it gets me excited um for what uh central minnesota futsal league um can truly become and so dude this is is, like it's almost like a celebration moment like i sit back and i just think it it has been a blast uh to see this ride unfold yeah it's been a lot of fun and i think um to what you said it's it's funny looking back at kind of where it started where it almost felt like we were just creating a a pickup league which in a sense is kind of what it is but at the same time it was more of like hey let's get some guys to show up let's slap a a team name on them and and play a few games and then do a a mini playoffs now it's like full-blown like families are coming you got fans for teams and we've got you know full league standings table playoffs player stats like it's fun to see where it's moved to and honestly it's because um you know there's guys who are willing to stick around and you know recruit some players for their team and and show up and like it's super fun and i think too the fact that it is as short as the season is makes it um available for people to do that yeah. like if this is any longer yeah. i think people are like man i i can't play it well, i mean you, you mentioned it this last week the number i mean there are three teams that had significant numbers of subs yeah this last week right um because of um, you know, just things that are going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's fun stuff to talk about for the future. And like you said, I'm excited to see where it goes um, as, you know, next summer there's, um, you know, just some different thoughts as to what might happen with, with different courts and possibly possibly building. We'll see. My dream is uh, for two leagues. I'd love for there to be two or two divisions maybe. I mean, we have divisions, but... You're saying like, a, like a, you get relegated... Like a Premier League, or you get promoted. Champion, yeah. Well, and I've also heard I've heard talk that that Wilmer's looking to build a court, um, so they may not be in the league next summer, which open spot. So this could be a advertisement to maybe somebody who's looking and interested in playing next summer. Um, a spot might be opening up next year. Well, and do um, we have a CMNFL South? Um, yeah. Is there a Central Minnesota Futsal League or West Central Minnesota? Um, futsal league whatever they end up calling it whatever if they open a court and then then off of that is there is there a central minnesota futsal league champions league <laughs> could you imagine I can't talk about those things could Get me you too imagine excited. if we take like the top the winner and the runner-up of the league next year and we go and play the winner and the runner-up uh from from a wilmer league uh next summer like that would be so much It'd fun be so fun it's fun to dream Dream it is, you guys. Dreams. I don't. I don't, I realistically don't think it'd be too difficult to get. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how many teams. If we tried to get just as many as we could, and maybe create two leagues, like we're talking about, like a Premier League and a, you know, in second league where the it's like, like we're talking about. There's promotion. There's relegation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many teams realistically do you think we could get if we just went out to to fill those spots to get as many as we could? I have no clue. I mean, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say 10, well, 10 this year, 
because part of it's time too like you have to figure out different nights of the week to do or whatever because i mean like we've had 10 games in a night and that takes almost four hours you know yeah so like you know it'd have to be a different night of the week or whatever is that saturday is that monday is that friday whatever um but i think teams interested in stuff like that i think i don't think it's unrealistic to think of 16 to 20 teams um you know that that we could potentially get who now who knows very possible Mm -hmm. very possible um well that's what we got for um just playoff talk and for league dreaming and all that kind of fun stuff um but playoffs officially start this upcoming week which i'm very excited about we're all excited about playing games happen quarterfinal games happen and before that we have um one final regular season game happening for each team to cap the season and then after that august 14th will be the final league night of this season um which is sad to say but it is the reality summer has gone fast games have happened um and it's been fun to see where the cmnfl has um taken off to and so we're back this upcoming sunday for our kickoff game at 6 30 between the sartell futsal team and the top boys for beard and the colon boy my name is jake signing off